everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for a very special birthday shout out. This goes to Birdie, who will be eight years old on December the 23rd. She loves her sister Murray, her King Charles Cavalier Dolly. Birdie is a real dog whisperer. She loves gymnastics, brownies, crafts, and playing with her friends, Charlotte, Molly, Emily, and Kate. She was also a great actress as the Mouse Queen in a Nutcracker production. Wow, you sound super talented, Birdie. I hope you have an amazing birthday from all of us here at the Short Stories for Kids team. Happy birthday! Traveling by steam train across Texas was what Avi liked doing best. He enjoyed staring out of the window at the wide open spaces and the huge skies overhead. But most of all, he enjoyed the noises that the steam train made, from the clackety clack of the tracks to the chuff chuff of the engine itself. Avi enjoyed it all. But Avi wasn't just an ordinary passenger. Oh no, he was something much more special than that. Avi was there to lend a hand when things went wrong, and he was very good at it too. But when things were going right, Avi could just sit back and enjoy the ride, just like today, because he traveled the rails so often. Avi knew that they'd soon be approaching Boneyard Gulch Junction. This was a busy place where several train lines met. It was a tangle of tracks where trains could switch lines and head off in new directions. But all that took time, and every train that arrived there had to be patient as they took their turn to get through. Sure enough, the steam locomotive began to slow as Boneyard Gulch Junction came into sight. As their speed dropped, Avi could see other tracks spreading out from the center of the junction. Many were hardly ever used and had scrub grass growing between the sleepers, or had old box cars standing forgotten and unwanted on the rusting rails. Eventually, with a shudder, the train stopped, and out of the window, Avi spied another train on a neighboring track, slowly inching forward. It must be their turn to go first, Avi thought. He watched this other train for a while until movement caught his eye. There was another track, just a short one, between the two trains, ending in a battered set of buffers up to which an old carriage was resting. And yet, despite being old and abandoned, somebody was climbing down from it. No, not one person. There were four. They ran across the narrow gap to Avi's train, using the shadows as cover. Avi was concerned. This looked like trouble to him. He got up from his seat and went to investigate, but not before removing what appeared to be an old hurricane lamp from his bag. The people in the carriage took no notice of him as he advanced down the aisle. 
There were couples holding hands, businessmen with important-looking cases, mothers with children, and an elderly man with a big white beard. If Avy's suspicions were correct, all these people were in danger. Crossing over the gap between the carriages, Avy peered through the doorway into the carriage beyond. All his fears were confirmed. There was a man at the far end, dressed in black, with a bandana covering his lower face, waving a gun at the passengers. Avy leaned backwards, out of sight, and quietly opened the door a fraction so he could hear. "This here's a robbery!" yelled the man. "You all remain in your seats, and there'll be no trouble." That's odd," whispered Avy to himself. "Where are the other three men?" He tried to remember the layout of the train carriages when he'd got on board. There were three passenger carriages. He could recall that clearly. He'd sat in the middle one and had now walked forward to the first one. And hadn't there been a box car between the first passenger carriageway and the engine? He was quite sure there had been. So, if the three other robbers hadn't passed him and weren't in the first carriage. And the box car must be where they had gone. It was time for Avy to act. He lifted his hurricane lamp by its long looping handle. Unlike normal lamps, this one wasn't lit by using kerosene and a match. No, this was a magic lamp. Avy placed his hand on the lamp's side and uttered his magic words: "When all is lost, no hope in sight." Justice is found within my light. The lamp instantly flared into life with a brilliant brightness. There was no way to hide it from the robber, and so Avy didn't even try. He just stepped through the doorway into the carriage, holding the lamp high. Stay right where you are! Shouted the robber menacingly, or I'll put a bullet through your lamp. I don't think so," smiled Avy and thrust the lamp forward. A beam of bright light lanced forth, striking the robber. He had just had time to look surprised before completely vanishing, leaving his gun to thump on the floor. "Goodness gracious!" said a very elderly lady, peering over her glasses. "Whatever happened to that terrible man?" No need to worry about him any more, ma'am," said Avy. "He's been sent straight to prison." "Oh, how marvelous!" said the lady approvingly. "The danger's not over yet, though," Avy added seriously. "There's three more of them, but leave it to me. I'll sort it out." The passengers in the carriage looked relieved as Avy strode down the aisle and disappeared through the forward-facing door. Once again, Avy stood between the carriages. Before him was the windowless box car, and presumably the rest of the gang. He stepped forward and listened at the door. "Get that box open, Ellie!" snapped one of the voices. "It must be in that one." "Quit your yammering, Zeke! I've only got one pair of hands," said a second. There was a loud crack of splintering wood, and then a cheer. Oh, we found it! We found it! Cheered the voice belonging to Zeke. We is gonna be rich! Laughed Eli. I'll see about that," said Avy, and he yanked the door open wide. 
the dark carriage was suddenly filled with the bright light of his lamp, dazzling the figures of Zeke and Eli. They'd forced open a large wooden crate, and were clutching nuggets of pure gold. The crate was full of them. What in tarnation, mumbled Zeke, as he hurriedly fumbled for his weapon, but he wasn't nearly fast enough. Avy's lamp narrowed its light into a tight beam to strike the two hapless robbers. One moment, they were there. The next, they were gone, leaving the handful of gold nuggets Eli had been clutching to fall back into the crate. Strange, said Avy, holding the lamp higher. I'm sure I saw four robbers. He made his way down the boxcar, shining the lamp between boxes and crates in case anyone was hiding there. So if you're not in here, there's only one more place you can be. At the boxcar's far end, Avy again opened the door slightly so he could peer through. Looking across the tender, piled up with coal, he could see the steam engine itself. And there, on the footplate, stood the engineer and the fireman, hands held high before the fourth robber and his gun. Found you, smiled Avy and slipped through the door. Like the first robber, this one also had a bandana across his face. He seemed to be having an argument with the fireman, making it easy for Avy to slip across the tender unnoticed. I need to tend my fire, insisted the fireman. It needs more fuel so that we can move again. Oh, I said be quiet and keep still, snarled the robber. Not another word from you. How about a word from me, said Avy. Goodbye. His lamp's beam hit the robber before he knew what was happening, and then he too disappeared. Hey, where'd he go? asked the engineer in surprise. Straight to prison, smiled Avy. That's all of them. We can go as soon as you're ready. Oh, we're not going anywhere groaned the fireman. The signal says we're safe to move, but my fire's gone out. I told that foolish robber this would happen. Avy stepped onto the footplate. Perhaps I can help, he said. He positioned the lamp in front of the firebox, and its light once again narrowed into a tight beam. But this time, instead of making someone vanish, it began to rapidly heat up the water to make steam. The engineer gave a long toot on the whistle to signal all was well, and soon they were away, crossing the complicated network of rails through the junction. Twenty minutes later, the engine stopped once more, and this time at Boneyard Gulch Station. The passengers spilled onto the platform and cheered Avy for saving the day. The loudest cheers came from the elderly man with the big white beard Avy had seen in the carriage earlier. Oh, that's my gold, he confessed. I mined it myself. Oh, well, perhaps you should have employed some people to guard it, suggested Avy. That much gold will tempt bad folk. I think I found my guard, said the man, nudging Avy with his elbow. And I'll pay you too, on top of a gold nugget or two as a reward for saving all my hard work. Avy grinned. That's a deal, he smiled, and the passengers cheered again. It seemed like everyone was very pleased to have Avy and his magic lamp on board, 
which was good because Avi was very happy to be there. The end.